0: trivia, discussions, opinions and the chance to have your say, welcome to the Topical Resort.
1: And with that, welcome back to another week here at the Topical Resort. As always, I'm Green vibrant For the next two hours, we're going to be playing you the best in Yu Suzuki's lineup of Sega games, and more specifically, the music. But what you just heard there was a track from Rio X. That was "Earth and Sea" from the Shenwei album. I'm sure you can get that on somewhere like Bandcamp. I I don't know. I already had it on my computer. For that, from the brand new released Outrun on Switch, the Sega Ages release. That was the Driver Megamix Volume One. Two brilliant synthwave tracks to start off the show then, obviously our very own intro done by the lovely Opus Science Collective. And speaking of which, hello to you guys down in the Discord, if you're currently listening in. We have a whole bunch of you. We've got Brick Game, we've got Electric Boogaloo, we've got Music Clues, we have Jstar Max, we have Kefki, myself, does that count? We have 20. (laughs) And a few others, but if you're listening in, hello to you. If you're lurking, hello to you if you're listening on the podcast. Hello to you, and if you want to join the conversation, radioacg forward slash discord, grab a username, or if you already have a discord account, I'm sure you know what to do. Uh, on top of that, if you don't like discord, that's completely fine. We've got Twitter, at Radio Sega, at Topical Resort, at the Green Vibrate, using the hashtag Topical Resort. Now, you may have noticed, I started off the show with two remixes right there, and, well, the entire show is not really going to be remixes, because I-, I don't exactly, um, you know... Want to want to tread on Rexy's toes? Because after all, it is it is Sega like Mix Drive at nine p.m. playing you some of Yu Suzuki's very own music, or at least the remixes.
2: Yeah,
1: uh, I'll be airing quite a few of those tonight. What?
2: Excuse I said me? I'll be airing quite a few of those tonight. Who
1: who, who is this? And um, um, why, why why are you in my house?
2: What <laughs> what's the point? What are you doing in mine? I'm pretty sure this is my wallpaper. You know. I mean. I, you wouldn't want to step in and see um, pretty, uh, pretty flying stars in space with the with the long ex- extendable arms.
1: Uh, look, just because just I had a, just cause I had a key, it, it doesn't mean I broke in. Okay, look, the window was <laughs> open. <laughs> I'm saying that's all. Yes.
2: Oh great. I and, guess and, I, I guess I paid extra for, for double glazing this Christmas. What?
1: <laughs> and that means we're probably through to people on Discord. Say hello to you. Yep, this this was uh, planned for quite a bit. So. It's nice to uh, finally let the cat out of the bag, in a sense. But we, could, we couldn't... we I say we, it was it was mostly you. <laughs> but this couldn't have been planned any more perfectly, uh, this show, because this has been a, sort of a thing that's been planned for quite a few months now, and then out of the blue they were like, oh yeah, Outrun's coming to Switch this week with brand new music, so we couldn't really oh, yeah. have well, picked any better of a dime.
2: Yeah, and let's also forget the most important thing, Yu Suzuki turned 60 this year, so there was no better time to do a show, to be honest. I mean, that was just going like back a few months now, but I knew for the penultimate episode of Sega Mixed Drive this year, but I gotta try and do that. I'm glad that we could even coordinate this like like that, you know?
1: Yeah, it. it I, I was going to say it worked out nicely. It was mostly a... Um, well, it, you know, it has, but <laughs> not, not as a... Hmm, groundbreaking, as, as some would have thought, it was the crossover of the two Friday night shows. But you know, well, well, I don't know what <laughs> this I'm This was due to happen. It was going to happen <laughs> eventually. But yeah, no. On on uh, the subject of Outrun on Switch and it releasing this week, buy Outrun on Switch. That's that's all I've got to say <laughs> because it's really good. I've got like five hours in it already. um... Bit bit addicted, not gonna lie, but it's very good. It's probably the best port of the arcade version, so if you're a fanatic of that version, then you owe it to yourself to get a Japanese eShop card and purchase this release.
2: I was about to say using a Japanese Switch account, I can never encourage someone who doesn't.
1: Mm, I mean, if you're a Sega fan, or if you're a Sega Ages fan, let's be fair, these games probably aren't coming out for a while, so... You should probably get an eShop card right now, but if, if you're an OutRun fan, don't wait. Don't wait for the English release. Just go ahead and purchase it, because it's, it's brilliant.
2: Just be lucky you can play it in English anyway, like it originally intended.
1: Yeah, that's... I mean, was it originally intended, or was it just sort of... Yeah, we'll put it in English, why not?
2: I mean, it works well for um, anyone who just wants to pick up and play. Very simple. Well, to be fair, I find it a lot easier to play Altarona than the original. But to be, fair, but um, we're not in the time and place to talk about that right now.
1: On the uh, actually, actually, on the subject of new releases, I've got two ways I can uh, I can segue this. Ooh, which way am I going to choose? <laughs> uh, so we have the release of Persona 3 and Persona 5 Dancing coming up soon. I believe it's this Tuesday. I don't remember the dates, but uh, we, we we should. Should being the keyword, have an interview? Not interview. nope, that's the wrong thing. A review. Yeah, that, that that's correct. Of the game coming up later in the show. I say should because I actually don't have it yet. So if I get sent it, in the,
2: interviewing the game does sound like a, a absolute um fantasy right there.
1: That that, I wonder that if would it be a good
2: awesome. even speak for us. But then again, then again, it can. It's got a nice soundtrack to it. We're all happy with that.
1: But yeah, um, it. I should have already had it and I don't but I think potentially Scott's still working on it so if I receive it we'll be playing in it if we don't we'll just be goofing around as we've oh, we could, already done oh
2: you could probably save it for sweaty Sundays or something
1: well that that, that was sort of the plan anyway so that might be the, uh, the the penultimate penultimate plan so yeah keep an eye out for that we'll be telling you down in the discord uh, whether it will be on or not but the, the other way the segue can go is that this week, in brand new releases, Sonic Unleashed came out on the Xbox One. Now, how many of us, A, own an Xbox One and be like Sonic Unleashed? I think that is uh, pretty much exclusive to me and probably music clues. I, I don't know anyone else who has one. But, I've
2: beaten Sonic
1: Unleashed, but this was the PS3 version. I've beaten the PS3 version many a time, but I, I have an Xbox One sitting over there and I'm like, have they improved it in any way? Is it like worth another playthrough? And yeah, I think it is. It marginally improves over the 360 version. Like, slightly faster loads, uh, slightly less slowdown, but apparently the Xbox One version's even better. Like, Jungle Joyride barely even lags on a, on Xbox One X. So, if you have one of them, go ahead and give this a download, because this is definitely the penultimate way to play Sonic Unleashed. But Just wait till you get to hot like
2: dog it. missions, though.
1: Uh, yeah, th- then you can put it down again safely. <laughs> It's still bad, no matter what you played on. <laughs>
2: Honestly, uh, getting the um, third hot dog mission done in Eggman Land is pretty much like the pinnacle of my gaming career, personally. Uh,
1: oh, you, you you actually did it! Congratulations.
2: Yes. <laughs> this uh, is like going back five years, though.
1: I, t- I did it. I did it in uh, a, a. I don't know why. I want to say Adidas. No, it's uh, it's, it's <laughs> I uh, I did them all in there, and then I was like, no, this is too much. Even though that's like the easiest stage in the game.
2: What do you mean the easiest
1: stage? Uh, it's the first stage in the game, it is objectively the easiest.
2: I would probably think the easiest though. hot dogs to actually do is to just, um... P- well, them. uh, p- pretty much every single Werehog mission that isn't based on a timer. But well, uh, I, I, didn't
1: even, <laughs> I don't like the Werehog as it is, don't make me play the Werehog missions on a timer, I didn't even attempt it.
2: You would never want to do that anyway, besides even with the timer, they're like too flexible.
1: Yeah. Oh well, but um, yeah, so we, we've obviously got that Persona view, review coming up. We don't have anything Sonic released. Sonic released unlated. I'm sorry, Sonic I'm all released. over the place tonight. Sonic released!
2: Um, do we have any new Sonic releases coming up, with an in Sonic Racing, which has been like delayed for too many months?
1: Um. no, not really. Although, speaking of new releases actually, that was a bit of new news since we don't have any off topic to uh, look forward to at the end of the month now. Uh, people are speculating that the announcement that's going to be at the Kinda Funny Games panel is going to be Yakuza Kiwami on PC. Because that was already announced ages ago for those of you who know, uh, obviously listening in, but... Uh, They never released a date for it, but now they're starting to generate Steam achievements for it, and they're generating review codes, and people are speculating that that Yakuza announcement they just teased for the Kinda Funny Games panel on December 8th is actually going to be Kiwami PC's full release date, or just a uh, sort of ghost release, so they're going to launch it on the day, which, if it is, that'll be very cool. I'm in the minority who likes Kiwami more than Zero, so... People get to play that. Oh, more, the more people who get to play that game, the better.
2: Um, I don't actually play much of, of Yakuza, but it's very good to uh, see people who don't have a PlayStation get a chance to actually play it.
1: Yeah, that's true, and apparently they were interested uh, in porting it to Xbox One as well, which was a bit of an odd decision to me. But hey, as, as you said, more people who get to play it who don't have PlayStation, the better, because it really is a great game series.
2: Well, so like, it, I get the switch because that was also a big thing in in Japan, but um,
1: they don't want to do that. So,
2: yeah, <laughs> no switch
1: love for us.
2: Um, I guess all we're kind of missing now is trying to bring assets into Team Fortress 2 or something.
1: That, that's the end of every game's career. <laughs> <laughs> once it once it's in <laughs> Team Fortress 2, there's no going back. Oh dear. But speaking of not going back, I can't think of a better segue. So, shall we head forwards into the Trivia Coast? Sure, let's go. Let's do it. I I don't know how to to, uh, actually do this. Let's figure it out.
0: Shrivia Coast
1: Whoa, I've actually figured out how to use my own software, that's incredible, yes, welcome to the Trivia Coast, our bi-weekly game show here on the Topical Resort, where we...
2: Achievement unlocked.
1: Yes, <laughs> or trophy, <laughs> if, if you're uh, that way inclined. But yeah, so this is our bi-weekly game show where we... What, what's my normal spiel? I can't remember it. <laughs> it's So you need to join Discord, g4 slash Discord, because that's the only way you can play this. You have to private message from me. I'm greenviper 8 hashtag 6383, that's my tag, and how it works is, I'm going to ask you three questions, each of a different difficulty, one's easy, one's medium, one's hard, hard's worth five, medium's worth three, and easy is worth one, so you, I, I should also say you can use Google, you can use it to your heart's content if it makes the question a bit easier. And on top of that as well, after I ask you another question, you can still answer the previous question. So if I ask you the medium question, you can still answer the hard question up until result... up, up until entries close, which you'll hear a little jingle for that. And I'll probably tell you close to the time, but... That, that's not... that's not now. So, why don't we get... A, <laughs> why do we get on with the first question, Rexy? Alright, I've got it
2: all right here. Actually, i got a couple of things, first of all. Do not PM me, otherwise your vaults will not count. Your your answers, even. Oh, uh, secondly, what do you win for these things, anyway?
1: Uh, glory and the, the knowledge that you're electric boogaloo if you got all eight points.
2: <laughs> Sounds just about right. Anyway, let's go towards that hard question then. Alright, so the Superscaler line of games gained a reputation for their groundbreaking nature, usually in ways which will be noticeable by the average user. Which of the Superscaler games was the first game to inc- introduce digitized drums?
1: Don't read out the answer. <laughs> but in I'm case, not reading it. Phew. But uh, just in case, which of the Superscalar games was the first game to introduce digitised drums? You know where to send the answer. You, 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 you hopefully know what the answer is, but if you don't, get on that. Get on those Googling skills, you know, that Google foo, trained it up. And while you do that, we're going to play a track from, where, from... I can't even speak anymore. From Rent-A-Hero. And uh, I think you're going to enjoy the title of this one. Um, I'm
2: pretty sure I did as well Also this is going to be the first show to introduce Analog drums as well So it's like
1: I don't know Exactly like that But (laughs) coming up from rent hero This, of, of, of all the names I could give it Is Dr. Hentai Sorrow Right here on the Topical Resort (laughs) Bye-bye. <laughs>
3: ¡Hora, hora!
0: Up next, Request Resort. Send your request relating to the topic of the episode in a tweet to at Radio Sega or the Green Viper 8 or send it in a Discord DM to Green Viper 8 through our Discord server at radiosega forward slash Discord.
1: And with that, welcome back to the Top Resort right here on Radio Sega. That was a track from Dynamite Ducks, the arcade version. That was, holy moly, it's a duck! As opposed what? to, what? It, it's called Dynamite Ducks. <laughs> then, before that, from Virtual Fighter 2, the arcade version, that was Ride of the Tiger. And kicking Off the Block was a track which you all clearly love, judging by the fact that no one responded to it in the chat room. It's a pretty bland track with an amazing name. From Rent Hero, that was Dr. Hentai's Sorrow. What were they thinking? that's all I have to ask but yeah now we are back and well uh, let's see what you guys have been saying before we jump into anything else down. okay so in the discord we've been uh, we've been plagued with messages by Jamie and he's, he's he, he just wants to know what's been going on and the answer is oh, has he missed anything no because you joined like two minutes into the, into the show so you, you really didn't miss anything Jamie trust me here and and Brit Gamer. Oh, sorry, see I say Britney. Britney, why why are you bullying me here? <laughs> it's, it's all I need to ask. Because apparently being associated with Rex is a good thing, but not not being associated with me. That's that's not a good thing. Do, do you really want to break my feelings like that? He's
2: gonna fucking so.
1: hard dog don't, don't do Bible like that. Uh, yeah, see see look, Rexy agrees. It's not just me, Brit Gamer. <laughs> but yes anyway well, I it's, mean... it's time. I ain't gone. Quickly. What? It, it, it. What? It, it. Wait, what were you going to say, sorry? <laughs>
2: <laughs> sorry. <coughs> well, excuse me. I was about to say, you're too much of a handsome man to actually uh, uh get put down like that.
1: We haven't confirmed this fact yet. No, no one in has seen me, so... Oh,
2: boy. But they have we- seen your Dreamcast avatar, so to say.
1: They have. They've seen my various... Uh, my various... Waifu avatars. They're not waifu avatars, they're cool, that. <laughs> it's more sophisticated, I swear. Uh, he, he loves me really, okay. But thank thank you, Brick Gamer, thank you. And <laughs> on that note, it is actually time to get into what this segment is titled. So, h- h- how do you want to do this? Do you, do you want to read some out, I read some out, or. Yeah, well, I would, alternates. but.
2: Uh, but, uh. You've got to. Uh, oh, uh, do you know I'm, what I've done? We have a little bit at the end in this note. Yeah, You've I was going to say. The
1: entire script. I was going to say. Do you know what I've done? I haven't saved the right script. So there's the history.
2: <laughs> we got to be really hasty with that now, aren't
1: we? Yeah. So the history of Yu Suzuki. He he was born. He he joined AM2. No, I'll get up the actual history. I swear. <laughs> let me let me just find it here. <laughs> uh, let me let me find it on Wikipedia because you know what? We, we, sometimes you, sometimes you got you got to go to the dark side to do these things. The top result when you search Yu Suzuki is a video called Yu Suzuki Arrested and Put in Prison. I don't know what the motive here was.
2: Oh no. (laughs) For goodness sake, I have to go by Google Direct with this
1: one. So yes, Yu Suzuki was born on June 10th, 1958. And he headed Sega's AM2 team for 18 legendary years. He's responsible for many arcade hits, including his games Hang On, Space Harrier, OutRun, and Afterburner. As well as titles such as Virtual Racing, Virtual Fighter, Virtual Striker, Virtual Cop, and probably some Virtual.
2: 3D graphics that are important with that.
1: Dem graphics though. That's the most important part here. Oh, oh yeah, and he, he made a little game called Shenmue as well. I don't know if you've heard of it. It's it's quite obscure. Uh, it's, it's it's just not really that well. Uh, actually, this joke doesn't really work considering Shenmue is semi-obscure.
2: Well, you have got a uh, PS4 release if you're interested in trying it out. Or Xbox One, whichever one you've got.
1: It's on PC yet? I just realised. Yeah, hey, it is on PC because we gave away copies for it on Tuesday. Speaking of which, I probably should have talked about that earlier. Thank you to everyone who tuned in on Tuesday. It was a very, it was a very great show, and the podcast will actually be going up tonight. I swear it will be because I, I can, uh, I can lurk in Rexy's show and edit it while I'm there like a very professional person. That's what do you that, do, like. right there. But
2: um, <laughs> the you know, tactics. it's not just. It's not just the games that suzuki Sam worked on. A lot of these arcade games uh, ended up uh, getting specialized on various different types of hard arcade system boards. The Sega Space Harrier board, the Model 1, 2, and 3. And he also got involved with Na- the Naomi architecture and Dreamcast hardware, surprisingly. I mean, that would explain the jump to Shenmue on there.
1: Well, I mean, he was technically involved with Saturn as well, considering Shenmue started its life on Saturn, so he, Oh yeah, he, that he's was like around. Virtua Quest or
2: something, wasn't
1: it? Well, Virtua Quest was a different thing, but it was just a virtual Fighter RPG. I don't think he had anything to do with Virtua Quest. Electric's going to correct me now, but yeah. yeah.
2: Come back for next year, Electric Beagle is going to have his own show.
1: <laughs> but according to, uh, this, this I'm reading, obviously, uh, in 2003 he be- he became the sixth person to be inducted into the Academy of Interactive Arts and the Sciences Hall of Fame. I, I, I wasn't aware that was a thing, but I now want to know who else previously was put into it. But i have some good people in there. So, yeah. The
2: Academy of Interactive Arts and Sciences. I'm curious about the first five. Oh, um, um... Okay, so for some reason I can't... Oh, I can't seem to actually see the list of of all the people there so far.
1: (laughs) So, one thing I want to know is they're, like, listing his accolades. Like, oh, he was uh, inducted into this Hall of of Fame, and then one of them is just... Yeah, IGN said he was a good game creator once. Yeah, he he was on their top 100 list. (laughs) All these professional, like, um, big awards, and then just, yeah, IGN thought he was quite cool.
2: I don't know, I, I, I would have thought they would uh, just um, bring it in right there to begin with. Um, it, 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 it's like he pioneered 3D graphics. Without Tekken, I mean, uh, no, I mean, without Street, without Virtual Fighter, we wouldn't have Tekken. And that would end up being really big in itself. And obviously, without Yu Suzuki, we couldn't have Virtual Fighter, which is like a big run on right there.
1: But, but Rexy, as we know, we, we do know that Tekken is the first game ever released, according to the BBC, so. Uh... Technically, Virtua Fighter lends itself to Tekken.
3: Stuff
2: the BBC. I mean, I like I, I like some bits from them, but they need to get
3: that fixed. <sighs> I Tekken
2: know, we're taking it through and through.
1: We just want to see him succeed. Speaking of succeeding, what games did he develop aside from the ones previously mentioned? Because they weren't very successful, but they were still good games. Hang on to
2: I got Alton and Afterburner, Neo, Shen Championship. It's like, it's like, like uh, to be fair, the actual first game that you developed also on the was on the SG1000 system. Champion Boxing. Do you have any of the, of the tracks for that?
1: I do not. I assume they're probably floating around somewhere, but I don't have them uh, available. Maybe I could find them. But then again, SG1000s a bit uh, a bit touch and go in terms of like what music uh, you can get from it. I, I recall because, well, not many people have one, and I think emulation's a bit all over the place as well for it.
2: Oh, yeah, um, come to the uh, think, Well, wait a minute, it, it was later points to the arcade. Maybe it might have had something then, so. We'll
1: we don't see have what that happened. one either. But, yeah, Champion Boxing was his very first title, which people don't normally talk about, even though it's his first. Uh, you would have thought more people would talk about the first game he made. But then again, I guess people just want to jump to the most famous games he's made. But aside yeah. from the obvious ones, we have Enduro Racer, which, you know, it's slightly less obvious. We have Sword of a Million, G Lock Air Battle, GP Rider, Strike Fighter, F1 Exhaust Note, Virtual. Not Virtual Racing, no. That's, that's right mean, virtual Racing
2: is a big thing anyway.
1: Yeah, uh, Burning Rival. We also had Desert Tank, Virtual Striker. It's pretty underrated, but it's not the greatest game of all time by any stretch of the and imagination. We also,
2: and we also got to bring up Vavseek's um, favourite game, Fighting Vipers.
1: It's, it's a good game. <laughs> don't, don't, don't judge. <laughs> he, he, he thoroughly destroys me in that, so... Uh, just ignoring that, moving on. Scu- he, he did Scud Race, I actually didn't know that. Scud Race is a very good game. Uh, all Japan Pro Wrestling featuring Virtua... Well,
2: he has done
1: some uh, fighting games before, so this is no surprise. Also, Out Trigger, 18-Wheeler American Pro Trucker, a game which I hear is decent, but I've never actually seen anything of. Uh, Race TV, the one that Electric Boogaloo has requested later on, spoilers. And then a few mobile titles before he went, nah, screw mobile, and made his own company. And uh, this is how uh, we've got
2: this five-year gap between Virtual Fighter Fever Combo and Shenmue 3. Well, that's your best friend for sure.
1: Doing su- doing such great activities uh, as bad segue. But according to uh, according to himself, he says that he doesn't really like playing video games too much, despite being despite being in the industry, and prefers watching films and visiting theme parks in his spare time. That's the only one that I wrote down.
2: I mean, that's a lovely thing to actually do. I mean, um, I think I read somewhere that the uh, I can't remember his name, but the creator of Katamari Damacy wanted to get involved with designing uh, um, playgrounds for um, for children after that game was uh, out there. I mean, huh. it's more like a nice creative thing to go for.
1: I, I mean, it's, it's doing something good for the community, so that's... Mm-hmm. Uh, what's Jamie said? I, I don't want to know. I, I do, so let's read it. Why do I forget to put Virtual Racing on my request list? Because I can't read. That's why.
2: Yeah, I figured out the guy's name, Keita Takahashi, but we'll save that for another day. Uh
1: fun fact Tekken 1 and 2 was directed by the lead designer of the original Virtual Fighter. I'm not pronouncing his name, so that's a fun fact electric. Uh, Jamie says that that wasn't the BBC show that said that about Tekken, that was Dave and Daro O'Brien's show. Huh. I I always thought it was BBC. I thought that was where the meme came from. Either, either way, that wasn't a very good gaming show either, so... Ignore that. <laughs> just, just watch... Actually, you no, know, there's, there's no good gaming shows. Don't, don't watch. Don't watch any.
2: That original virtual fighter person was Seichi Ishii. Yeah,
1: that's so, better yeah, than my I... attempts. <laughs> Thank <Yeah>. you,
2: <laughs> uh Yeah, I have to watch out for my vowels when uh, pronouncing Japanese names.
1: Yeah, it, uh, that, that's something that that's a rule that I don't understand, as you can clearly tell. by any episode of this show, uh, hmm, let, okay, probably yeah, won't help if, if you
2: try to speak weeb a bit more. But we'll see.
1: Not not, not about that weeb we'll, oh we'll, we'll see. We'll see about that. But, that's the
2: person who's got a My Life's a Teenage Rolebot avatar in Discord right now.
1: But, but that's, that's, not a, that's not a weeb avatar! <laughs> I know, American. it's a weird
2: thing! You're just kind of going towards the American vibes right there.
1: It, it's, oh, it's, the, it's the Christmas vibes, actually, because it's November 30th.
2: But shouldn't we be Scottish because um, St. Andrew's Day?
1: Uh, Alright, yeah. Uh, <laughs> let's celebrate St. Andrew's Day then.
2: <laughs> anyway, we kind of went a little bit too off-tangent what's going on right here.
1: Yeah, that, that off-tangent is what this show does best, even though it's a show that's not meant to go off-tangent. But sh- shall, shall we fi- shall we fix that and get into the second round of the Trivia Coast? Alright, uh, I've, I've, I, uh,
2: I have ready to dive by it in again. Hopefully the water won't be too cold.
1: Oh, trust me, it, it always is. Especially around this it's... time of year as well. Let's get back into it.
0: trivia
1: coast so yes the trivia coast second round the first round you completely obliterated <laughs> you completely destroyed it some might even say because there's currently I believe three of you who have five points let me just double check no it's four of you that's that's more so apparently that was really easy to find I didn't do my research properly congratulations to the four people
2: some questions around at this place.
1: Yeah, but this this happens every trivia coast, such as when I think, uh, such as oh, the the one that stands out is the House of the Dead question. That's that's the uh, the the granddaddy of (laughs) questions that went horribly wrong. (sighs) Oh yeah, there's only three educational titles. There turns out to be like twelve. Oh dear. (laughs) Electric. Oh
2: no. (laughs) Wait. Oh wait. That House of the Dead. that? Was like called the 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 longest word you can type. Isn't it? Well, th-
1: there was that one I did a second one a bit earlier into season 2 that was like um, how many educational questions or how many educational based house of the dead games were there and I was like okay there's typing of the dead there's typing of the overkill and then there's English of the dead but apparently according to Electric there's like 12 other versions of that game welcome to Japan I don't think I, I, Jamie got really close to it. I remember but because he didn't get all 12 I couldn't give him the points even though he'd got the 3 that I expected him to get <sighs> yeah, but I, I swear I'll never make a mistake like that again. I'll just make the questions way too easy. I probably have this time. So, uh, do, do you want to do this one, or should I do this one?
2: Well, yeah, well, I mean a if I can take a look at this. So anyway, also, we ended up... Uh, also, I pretty much explained on the... Uh, on the hasty history we have a big gap between Shenmue 3 and the uh, and the mobile games that Yusuke works on by 5 years. But there's a larger gap between Shenmue 2 and that new title in the series and it's been very well documented. However, we also know the gap was meant to be much shorter but not just due to 3's delays. What two Shenmue titles were set to release before the announcement of 3 happened?
1: So there we go. What two Shenmue titles were set to release before the announcement of free happened. RadioSD.GF4 slash Discord, Green Vibrate, hashtag 6383. That's where you send your answers, and that's where you get your three points. But just remember, you still get your five points. And that way, that that makes. What, what does that make? That makes eight points. Eight Whoa. points,
2: yep. Mental
1: you, math. You're not know basic math! Yay! <laughs> they currently. Wait. Currently I should say as well, we, we do actually have a um we do actually have a what am I, what am I trying to say here? We have a point total that has accumulated over the what, twenty three episodes we've been doing this now, so I should probably say you've got no opportunity to catch electric boogaloo. Unless your name's Jamie, but even then you, you don't really have an opportunity to catch electric boogaloo. You just have to hope he's sick one week. Uh, that's how you catch up to him. But in the lead, we have Electric with 71 points. We have Jamie with 47 points. We have uh, up next J Star with 31 points. Brick Game with 30 points. Feritex with 19 points. Callum. That person we don't mention, but their name happens to be Lost Impact. Twenty uh, and Twenty with 9 points. Supersonic Swag with 3. Kevin B1229. And Mumbo King with 1 point. And someone's already got it. That was good padding.
2: <laughs> Way too good.
1: I, I do actually need to sort out this document, so so one day I'll have it in um in, in order. But for now, I'm going to have to awkwardly read it like that. But coming up next is the request segment, which gives me time to sort out that document. So, if you'd like to request some music, you've got all the different outlets that you heard just earlier. But in case, the easiest ones are Discord and Twitter. But if you also want to send them other places, you can do them to so places such as topicalresort at gmail.com or facebook.com forward slash radio or green Viper 8 on the forums. Or maybe you could even send them to Rexy if you're, if you're a bit shy, don't want to talk to me. It's understandable. Have... We have five requests we have one from Electric, one from Brittany, aka okay, brit Gamer, we have one from uh, JSTARMAX. One from Rexy. Whoa, wait, that's you. And then one from Jamie, but there's still plenty of time. I'm sure Twenty will send in his usual last-minute requests if he's able. But coming up now, we have one from Sega Race TV. And this, according to Electric, is called Old Man's Blues, although he wasn't sure about that. So maybe it isn't. Who knows? But either way, when we come back, we're probably not going to be having a review of Persona, but we'll be having something else, so enjoy.
0: Via Coast
3: get <laughs> on
1: with that. Welcome back to the the Resort right here on Radio Sega after that rather prolonged request block from Turbo Outrun the C64 version that was Magical Sound Shower and that was requested by music no it was requested by Jamie of course. Jamie! Why, why, would, you, why would you why would you do this to us Jamie? After, after all we've been through after all these C64 requests it's you a cool, give us another.
2: It's a cool tune but you didn't need to put essentially two tracks worth of to yourself.
1: <laughs> yeah, Jamie, you, 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 you spoiled the request block by requesting an 8-minute trick. <laughs> Before that, from Carbohydra M, that was Limitless Skies, a uh, remix of the main theme. Space Harrier requested by none other than
2: me, because we wanted some Space Harrier anyway. Or at least, I w- I mean we, mean, we can't have years to take it without Space Harrier, so let's fit something lovely in there. And Carbohydra is one of my favourite arrangements anyway, so it's double win
1: then before that from Enduro Racer the arcade version that was the main theme that was one of J-Star Max's requests and I had to get that one in there because there was no love for Enduro Racer before that from Sonic the Fighters that was Def Exile Never Let It Go request by 20 G-Lock Air Battle was the title theme and that was requested by Br- Brittany Gamer 98 and kicking off the block was one from uh, Electric Boogaloo and that was Sega Race TV Old Man's Blues and now we are back we have we have nothing to talk about because Scott hasn't sent the reviews so well it looks like we're gonna be doing something else instead
2: I guess we're gonna be winging it as always. Welcome to Fridays we're doing it live you, you, you
1: got to do it, you got to do it by the second you can't you can't do it by the hour here uh, let let me let me uh, get up the request resort list as we always do on this show and well let's discuss some of the games. That's our eligible this week, and, well, we've probably talked about a lot of these already in previous shows, or at least I know I have, so maybe, maybe we can get some different reinforced opinions going right here. So, uh, let's begin with 18-wheeler American Pro Trucker, Rexy, any any uh, experience with this game?
2: Uh, basically none, unfortunately. I, I, I mean, I vaguely ended up hearing about it, but if you mention trucks in the video games, the first thing that will come to mind is big rigs, and this is probably, nowhere, probably going to sound nowhere near that level of quality.
1: Yeah, I think it's just <laughs> it's just a bit better than that, with that uh, Yu Suzuki sort of quality, I'd, I'd like to imagine. Maybe. Uh, I'm going to bundle all these into one, the Afterburner series. What's your... Uh, thoughts on Afterburner?
2: Afterburner. Oh, Afterburner, Afterburner. What kind... Of, what the? We're like opposite sides of the UK and we say it differently. So yes, yeah, that's after <laughs> so yes after Burnout, I gotta say it's got a very fantastic soundtrack looks fun to, to watch someone actually play it unfortunately I have very little coordination when flying in the air so I'm not very good at actually playing the actual game unfortunately but um it, it, those tunes out there are very energetic and fun to listen to and it's always a pleasure to end, to end up um, hearing anyone cover its soundtracks for sure
1: yeah that. Pretty much what I echo. I enjoy people playing it. I'm not very good at it myself. It was only Afterburner Climax on the PS3 where I, uh, where I sort of, then I, I don't know, improved my Afterburner skills a bit. But even then, going back to like two and three, I'm still not very good at them to be honest. So, a bit of training is certainly required in that sense.
2: Unfortunately. I mean, I would say, unfortunately, but um, it's probably going to take about years or so to actually get up there with the 80s
1: greats. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm on a completely different subject, though, in the sense that it's racing rather than flying. Daytona USA 1 and 2, I've spoken about these games so many times, people know my opinions on them. I haven't played enough of Daytona 2 to give a proper opinion, but Daytona USA 1... Absolute classic. Play it on the Xbox 360 or PS3 because that's where it's best enjoyed. Otherwise, can't go wrong with the original arcade version.
2: I played the original arcade cabinets of Daytona USA. I mean <laughs> well, I
3: I'm
2: not gonna say. Well, I mean uh, quite a few times at different expositions and even though about a couple of times when I was out at Magfest they had a Daytona USA cabinet. There's, and there was even and there's even one that's um, around my local arcade club as well, so that's really cool. Um, I can actually uh, handle the beginner circuits pretty easily actually, but um, when it comes to others it's just that it gets harder to finish um, uh, at this point. But I have to say, the music from Takenobu Mitsuyoshi is godly. I'm gonna have to say that right there. This is the reason why he's on the Sega Audio Map right there. We can't really... Um, find a better way to actually uh, bring in permanent for limelight. And yes, I think someone's pretty much gonna do the meme with the Rolling Stones, like going "Ah."
1: I've never seen this meme. <laughs>
2: Ugh, I think we need to contact the winner Was here with that. It's like, um, I am aware of this old myth that has someone trying to push up a stone up a hill and it just keeps falling down. That's oh. what it kind of relates to.
1: Okay, <laughs> I'm sure this will make a bit more sense with context, but... Yeah. So that, that's, that's Daytona USA. Uh, dynamite Ducks. I actually didn't hear the best things about Dynamite Ducks, but that's because it was the Master System version. Don't really know about the arcade one, but hey, the one thing that I do know is that it's the reason being the dynamite is a thing in later games, and then got I canned again.
2: To... I was about to say, this is like the origin of being the dynamite.
1: Even though it's Even not though here. Even though
2: he's not here, Yeah. Pretty much,
1: but hey, he was he was in a he was in a game better than Sonic the Fighters. He was in a, he was in Fighters Megamix. game ten times better.
2: That was like the big uh, collaboration of many different uh, game, uh, you know, uh, fighting games altogether. And is that also the one that actually still kept the mechanics for fighting Viper's characters? You know, and the armor that just gets beaten up.
1: Yeah, it's just fighting Vipers, the Saturn version, except uh, Fighters Megamix. So it runs off the same engine.
2: Well, I mean, I would get that running off the same engine, but they couldn't bring the armor mechanics onto other characters. That's what
1: I'm just saying. Oh, yeah. Huh. I haven't actually extensively played the game. I just booted it up in an emulator once, so... Maybe? maybe, I don't know. But, yeah, that sounds weird if it's true that other characters don't have armor. Huh. That... that, It's confusing, but yeah, it's. speaking of confusing with that game, it's weird that they never got an arcade release, but got a Saturn release. I didn't understand also, the logic behind that.
2: Also, goodness sake, Jamie, you mentioned Afterburner leading way for a better game with a sci-fi setting, Hello, Star Fox. Okay, I get it. The Afterburner theme and the Cornelia theme from the SNES Star Fox sound extremely similar, I would say, but I think that's so how far we're going to have to go with that.
1: Uh, what else we What else we got on this list? I'm going to go with something on a different note. How about... How about the original Hang-On? I, I don't really know too much about the original. I do know about Super Hang-On, though, so I can speak from experience. That, that's a fun game. Too bad it will yeah. never show up on any of those uh, Sega collections anytime soon.
2: Wait, what? The, uh, the uh, Super Hang-On never actually showed up in a collection?
1: Uh, am I, th- am I getting confused with another game because I thought there was always like licensing problems with it?
3: Oh, or it maybe, maybe
1: I'm confusing God. it with, uh, oh, I think I am with, uh, GP, whatever that's called. Well, I
2: could have sworn that Super Hang-on well, Hang- has definitely had a 3DS and PS4 release.
1: Okay, g- ignore me then. <laughs> I, I've, I'm getting my games confused in that case.
2: Yeah. Oh, oh. Oh. Yeah. The one for the uh, um, the 3DS actually has stereoscopic 3D and tilt controls that emulate the arcade. Is that like part of the Sega 3D Classics?
1: No, I think that was a part of the 3D Classics. Maybe. I don't but, uh, remember.
2: But yeah, the original Hang On didn't make its way anywhere else, unfortunately. Oh wait. Although to be fair, it is in Shenmue, so we can be excused on that.
1: Yeah. Pretty much. Uh, what about what about Shenmue 1 and 2, speaking of uh, Shenmue?
2: I know I have the PS4 version, but I actually have not started Shenmue 2 yet. I've just been too busy to actually start focusing on it.
1: <laughs> oh, so you actually beat Shenmue 1?
2: I have. Okay, that, that's
1: I've more th- than I've done. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I have to say, it's a very nice story to actually take in right there. Obviously, the QTEs can be... Um, Oh, you I mean there's obviously some trial and error trying to get that down right there, and I mean I have to end up focusing on the trophies, trying to make sure I didn't miss any. But 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 I still but, but I still managed to um get involved with the uh, compelling story idea with it, and uh, and uh, spending too much time in between dead times just to try and uh, see what I could get out of the, of the capsule machines for that trophy as well. Bit of a shame you can't really um. Through the whole Shenmue passport disc um, like that, but at least hey, at least there's um, capsule toys at least to part of it already.
1: But my, my Shenmue story is a bit a bit less romantic than that. I yeah. got I got to disc three, and then Yakuza Kuami came out, so uh, I stopped playing it and I just didn't pick it back up again. <laughs>
2: Oh, no. <laughs> well, I so mean, yeah, it's the, all about that addiction
1: right there. But, but at, least you, at least you have the excuse that, um, oh, I'll finish one game, I'll come back to the other at some point. It was For me, it was just, yeah, I'm halfway through the story. He's just bought the... Uh, or he, He's attempting to buy the boat to Hong Kong. Will he actually be able to get it? Who knows? Yeah. I'm leaving the story on a cliffhanger. Yeah. I,
2: mean, <laughs> I should I've, come back to
1: it, though.
2: I know. I pretty much got the boat to Hong Kong, and I seriously thought I would be able to, in the space of five months, clear Shenmue Uh, Shenmue 1 clear Shenmue 2 and of course get all the trophies for both of them make as much headway as I can on Dragon Quest XI and also get all three Platinums in in the Spyro Reignited Trilogy I have only done half of this and that's Shenmue 1 and all three Spyro Platinums so I have a feeling that I really need more time to actually invest in these things
1: always play your games children Uh, don't don't eat greens just play games (laughs) Okay, uh, let's let's see here. In terms of relevant Yu Suzuki re- releases, since we need to get on a bit, how about Virtual Fighter Two, specifically number two?
2: Um, I'm gonna to have to say this right there. I actually haven't haven't played any of the Virtual Fighter games. I need to actually uh, come up and go close towards a uh, console. I mean a console, not not console. Um, arcade cabinet for that, unfortunately. But um, I have to actually say praises for the uh, for the amounts of uh. Powerful uh, music we've got going on right there. It's like we've got the big room rock going on with with the soundtracks all the way for. Waiting on one moment. Did uh, Virtual Fighter 2 predate Daytona USA or was that the other way around?
1: Um, Virtual Fighter 2 was Model 1, I think. I'm fairly certain it's Model 1. Someone's going to correct me on that and say it was Model 2. Let's look it up. Okay. So- uh, yeah, but either way, uh, my experience with it is very short, and it was once again related to Yakuza Kwame 2, So it was uh, one of the arcade games in that in that one in Club Sega, and I've only briefly played it. But I, yeah, I see where the hype comes from, and uh, especially as well, I, I do I do think it's a good game. I think it's better than the first, certainly. Yeah, but- Daytona
2: USA uh, is 1993. and then turned worldwide about mid-94. Virtual Fighter was out about a few months after. So yeah, I was about to say, this is actually another fantastic Takenobu Mitsuyoshi soundtrack, although this time it's without the cheesy vocals, but this time with the big bug energy provided all the way through. So um, I was about to say, if, virtu- if, if virtual racing, virtual racing probably didn't put him on the map, but at least it was very nice and technical. If if, uh, if uh, Daytona USA didn't quite put him on the map before, then Virtual Fighter 2 must have been the real deal.
1: Yeah, I think uh, a lot of people agree that to be sort of a big breakout game for him. Uh, let's actually see release dates right here. So 1994. So actually, yeah, it was after. Uh, He was already in Daytona, because that was obviously 93, so, uh, once again, this is like another one of the big games that people recognise him from, especially outside of like his uh, sort of Daytona USA slash vocal sort of range, this is probably his most recognisable non-vocal soundtrack, should I say, put him on the map for a lot of fighting game fans.
2: Oh I, I would probably end up saying that it's like he would bring in the uh, energy for whatever kind of soundtracks he would uh, work on right there. But uh, yeah, I was right. Virtual Racing did come before, and, and uh, he did some tunes for El Truenos as well. Wait a minute, why are we talking about sucking up with Mitsuyoshi on a Suzuki episode? Did you already have an episode dedicated to that?
1: Yeah, but, but you were the one who brought it up, so this doesn't count. Yes,
2: yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> but yeah, I do find it interesting that. Uh, Mitsuyoshi-san and Suzuki-san also came hand-in-hand. They've worked on very similar titles. I mean, yeah, I'll, I'll well, say...
1: What... I, I, I don't, I'm not even sure if it was intentional, but yeah, they're sort of non-replaceable. Like, if you have one, you've got to have the other. In a lot of Absolutely. cases.
2: Absolutely. And it all started with GP Rider back in 1990 as well and just um, continued on for about 10-15 about years since, I would think.
1: What an absolute legend. But uh, I, I, we should probably move on now because it is half past and I'm going to cut into your own show even though oh you're boy. here. So let, let, let's move on and get into the final round of the Trivia Coast.
0: Trivia
1: Coast. So we are back. Here at the Trivia Coast for one last time. And if you missed the previous two questions, for five points, all you had to answer was which of the Super Scaler games was the first to introduce digitized drums? And for the medium question for three points, you had to ask what two Shenmue titles were set to release before the announcement of Shenmue 3 happened? And now for one point, the easy question. Outrun is usually remembered for blazing down the streets as fast as possible in your flashy car. What model Ferrari is displayed in Outrun? What model Ferrari is displayed in Outrun? Okay, there we go. You got one point in the line. Be as quick as possible in the DMs to me, or Rexy if you really want to. But to me, that's the main thing. I'm the host. You're the one
2: point down the line. Do you,
3: do you feel the one point on the line? I'm sorry. I if I got the
1: five point question, that they, they got the one point. Just, they, it is easy. Come on, come on, guys. You got this. Take our time, cut, cut into our Rexy show. Yeah, I, I can do that. I can do that easily. I do that every week easily, so no worries. Uh, and in the meantime, while we wait for your answers, we're going to get on some more of your music since we were meant to be playing some Persona music, but Scott hasn't got back to us. So another request from 20 right here followed by another request from J star max and from 18 wheeler American pro trucker this is wake you up the theme of stage one right here on the topical resort.
0: For the Trivia Coast are now closed Trivia
1: Coast And welcome back to the Topical Resort Right here on Radio Segment We are back in the Trivia Coast And well, we're going to be going through the answers That you submitted and I've got to say It really, really wasn't many uh, congratulations to everyone who answered everyone who got points if you didn't know the answers didn't didn't want to join in that's completely fine but uh you know you always got to try again next time maybe with a subject you know a bit more about but here's hoping you join on the next round of the trivia coast here in 2 weeks time on the resort so yeah we got that and now it's time for for the answers so let's learn you know, let's work, let's learn you, you know the questions it's time
2: Probably
1: well. I still... Wait, what? <laughs> Sorry. Eh? Eh? I, oh.
2: I, I just heard you just go blank, and I was thinking, did I oh, lose my next int- connection?
1: internet drop. No, that was on my end. <laughs> <Again>.
2: <laughs> so anyway, answers, right?
1: Yeah, that's another thing to stitch together for the podcast. Uh, that's not going to be fun, because we're talking. But, yeah, answers. So, with that in mind, we are going to be getting into uh, m- more... I don't know anymore. I did an entire monologue and it cut, probably, so... Yeah, let's, go, let's start off with the easy question. I, I, I'll do this one, then, if you want aside we'll decide from there, but... So, the easy question was... Outrun is usually remembered for blazing down the streets as fast as possible in your flashy car. What model Ferrari is displayed in Outrun? And the answer, very obviously, was the Ferrari Testarossa Spider.
2: Wait, it's a spider? But it's got four wheels! Why would you expect it to call it the Spider when it needs like four more?
1: Why would you call any car the Spider though? That's the thing, it's a very confusing name.
2: Oh boy. Anyway, we're kind of getting off-tangent. The medium question, let's also take a look at this as well. So the large gap between Shenmue 2 and a new title in the series is well documented. However, we know the gap was meant to be shorter, not just due to 3's delays. But what two Shenmue titles were set to release before the announcement of 3 happened? Uh, answers for this one are Shenmue City and Shenmue Online. So that's your three
1: point question. And yeah, I should say so far the four of you that entered who were Jamie Electric Boogaloo, Christmas Brick, because he's uh, he's changed his name, and J Star all four of you so far have received four points. But coming up now, the f- the uh, the five point question, which wasn't apparently that difficult either. The Super Scaler line Lines of Games gained a reputation for their groundbreaking nature. Usually in ways which would be notable by the average user. However, which of the scalar games was the first to introduce digitized drums?
3: Ba-da ba ba
2: ba 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 Your answer was Hang on! I would be pleasantly surprised myself because that was like his second game he worked on.
1: Oh yeah, true, but at the same time it was like the first game ever to include digitised drums, which surprised me a bit, but apparently it didn't surprise other people. So, congratulations to you guys once again. We're getting 5 points and that means Electric still in the lead, unsurprisingly, by like <laughs> 25 points now. Not by much. Jamie in 2nd, and currently in 3rd we have J-Star Max. Yeah, Point. talk about having
2: like right there,
1: Electric Burgaloo! I, I don't know how Jamie lost so many points, he, he shows up to like every episode. So, yeah. But congratulations guys, uh, well done, obviously. Join in next time on the Trivia Coast, but for now we're going to get into some more music because we are running a tad late and this track probably won't help. From Superhangon, the Mega Drive release, this is Winning Run, right here on the Topical Resort.
0: Missed an episode and want to catch up? Want to re-educate yourself on the topic of a previous show? Download our podcast from the Radio Sega media section, subscribe to us on iTunes, or stream the show through Stitcher. One opinion, two opponents, and only one will be triumphant. This is Test Your Topicality.
1: Yes, you heard the lady right. It is test your topicality time here on the Topical Resort, but before that, from Super Hang on the Mega Drive release, that was Winning Run. And after that from Sonic the Fighters, that was Firestone, Giant Wing. And now we are back here, ready to have topicalities tested. The worlds to collide. Sega Mixer Drive versus Topical Resort. Let's do it.
2: It's
1: the ultimate collaboration. The ultimate collaboration, the ultimate uh, it's not even a collaboration what head to head we can't call it a collaboration this is war but yeah with that in mind we should probably actually tell you what this week's topic topicality is but that's after we get into the rules so it's where I come, or it's an opinion that I've heard or come up with just like the top just like the topical thesis but you, each opponent gets given one one viewpoint and they have to stand by it. either agreement or disagreement And they have to come up with as many points of that as possible, then, based on who makes the most correct points, we crown a winner, and then you guys can also crown a winner as well, based on, well, how many... Who who you think made the most convincing argument, based on the stance they were given, and today's Test Your Topicality is... Is Yu Suzuki better off without Sega? And, Rexy... You're going to be saying as to why Yu Suzuki is better off without Sega, and I'm going to be arguing as to why he isn't better off without Sega.
2: Oh boy, I really have to think really hard about this.
1: Well, so do I. So, between us, there'll be a lot of ums and ahs, so let's let's just get into it. In three, two, one, go. So, Rexy, why, why do you think Yu Suzuki is better off without Sega?
2: Let's just take a look at the past few games he ended up uh, uh, working on right here. Um, after Sega Race TV, he's pretty much just been relocated towards uh, helping out in the iP- in the, uh handheld device department, which is not really a good idea to see him continue to develop new things. Um, I'm, I have no idea what this Bullet Pirates thing was meant to be for the Android or the iPhone, but it seemed like the only thing that was like, considering a new thing being stepped up, and to be fair, I know that move 3 isn't really a revolutionary thing anyway but people are being clamoring on for that as well but um, he um, to to be able to move on and just form is that it's like his way of breaking away since there's really nothing new he can do for Sega anymore it's like he's just not really needed to create anything new for them so (coughs) you're gonna have to excuse me on the cost for this one so, by having his own creative freedom in his own company and being able to use whatever assets he managed to, to take away, shows that he's willing to develop himself as a um, as a serious designer once again. Um, th- th- if it works well for Hideo own consumer after he left Konami, then this can pretty much go down the same way.
1: Well, see, on the counter argument, I think personally that Yu Suzuki, I, I don't think he is better off. ...without Sega because... ...well... ...Sega are the reason his games got so popular in the first place... ...because they had that Sega branding behind them... ...without the large company to back up these games... ...do you think OutRun, After Burner, etc... ...would have spread as far as they did? It, it's like would Super Mario Bros have gone as far as it did without Nintendo? Would Miyamoto still be a recognisable name... ...if it wasn't for a large company releasing the game in the first place? That's the thing, it's... ...while we very much associate him with Sega becoming popular... It goes both ways and and Sega helped him as well as much as he helped them.
2: Sega may help him then, but you also got to remember that companies just come and go and assets just pass on right there. The big uh, companies that we follow today may not have even existed back then and those that we followed as children don't even exist anymore either. I know I'm bringing up another non-Sega example right here and now, but um Oh goodness sake, Uh, Commodore, That's they were really big out there in the uh, home computer market here in the UK. And not only did they they bring out the C64 system, but they also helped with the Amiga line. And pretty much after the 1990s, they just went and crashed and burned and their assets just went elsewhere. It's like saying, um, I can't remember who created the great Jayanna sisters, but it's like saying they want to go back towards the Chiefs who made the uh, Commodore pieces possible. To try and get them back up on there again. It just won't work. He has to find more avenues right there to try and um, push his his uh, titles up again. This is what Yu Suzuki has to do. Find alternative ways to uh, make sure that Shenmue 3 gets the best coverage possible.
1: See, but I think a disadvantage of him going independent is that well, he doesn't have guaranteed uh, sort of financial backing behind his games. Because look at Shenmue, one of the biggest games ever under for a long time was one of the most expensive games ever, and now he's making Shenmue 3, and what does he have to do? He has to to beg the common man for money. So surely in a sense he's not better off independent because he doesn't already have that backing behind him, he has to gain the trust of fans first in order to even get money towards his games, let alone that doesn't even guarantee him money towards his games. So he doesn't have stability.
2: Well technically he already still has the backing from the fans simply because Shenmue 1 and 2 are already beloved titles to begin with and there were so many people already clamoring to put money on to make Shenmue 3 an actual thing and look it became what at the time the biggest Kickstarter project that ever happened right there and that is a big achievement for someone who just uh, decided to uh, make a game like this away from Sega's handling right there.
1: See, I think at the same time, though, a lot it's not just one person behind these games, it's the multiple people, and I think the issue with Yu Suzuki making his own studio is, well, it's just him. He doesn't have the pedigree already, because, well, his studio hasn't released any games, and it's just his studio. He doesn't have the backing of any other talented people, such as studios like Probe did, because, yeah, sure, it was Yuji Naka, but it also had that guaranteed sort of quality from other developers as well, so in a sense... Yuzuki going independent. He doesn't necessarily have the pedigree because it's just one man, whereas it used to be a whole team of people, and he just got the credit for it.
2: Okay, well, well, that's fair enough. But we can all, but I can also bring up another non-Sega example right there. Clover can
1: Studios. You? <laughs> can you? Yeah. you? Because that's time up. But bring it up anyway.
2: Okay, Clover Studios. They made Beautiful Joe and Okami. That no one bought their titles. They got ditched. They reformed on the Platinum Games. And then it became big. They could make it out there from the ashes, and so can Suzuki
1: Summer And yeah that's a pretty good point, but sadly it doesn't count, but that means that the results of this week's test your topicality two to Rexy and, and two to you because And no two to me.
2: <laughs> oh I was about to say you got a head start.
1: No, I gave you the head start, so Oh therefore,
3: right, sorry.
1: Therefore. <laughs> you use the good tactic of the waffle which can actually help you in this case because it can severely limit the amount of time your opponent has to answer so always keep that in mind if you're ever on test your topicality But yeah no I that d- was I didn't
2: intend uh, to waffle I just have things to <laughs> say
1: <laughs> but that was a good round overall so uh, congratulations to Rexy for playing but since it was a tie it means we're going to need you guys to decide the tiebreakers who do you think made the best points Based on the stance they were given, do you agree more with me or Rexy? Doesn't matter. Well, doesn't matter whether you necessarily agree with the points. It's the person you think made the strongest points. So let us know down in the chat room who you thought made the strongest points. While we do that, we're going to get into the Toppy mix. So we've got a Sega track not relating to the topic of the episode, a remix relating, and a non-Sega track not relating. And then once that's over, we'll be back with the end of the show. Except not quite, because you still you still got two and a half more hours to bear of us. So. Just try and enjoy the toppy mix and, for- and forget about that. Just forget about it. And we'll see you then. Let's get scratching
0: the toppy mix.
1: For one last time, welcome back to the Top Resort right here on Radio Sega. That was a track from Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu. Brackets sucks. Eevee. Brackets the best starter. And that was the trainer battle theme. It's not well, very effective. Mm, it's, it's very effective. <laughs> the, bra- the bracketing system certainly isn't dividing people on opinions. But then before that, from Gar Metal, Game Metal, however you want to pronounce it, that was Gar Metal. The- that was the Afterburner theme from Afterburner 2, and Afterburner 1, and Afterburner 3, and Afterburner Climax. You get the idea. For that from Too Spicy, that was Hiding in Japan, a pretty uh, spicy tune if I do have to say so myself. Haha, I'm so funny. But yes, that's the end of the show. They did call
2: you the hotness though, so no surprises there.
1: Uh, I've never heard that that name used before. There, there we go but yeah i want to give a huge thank you to Rexy for coming on the show with me tonight and hopefully you give Rexy a huge thank you as well do it in the chat now i, I do it you lovely
2: people i mean i kind of sacrificed a little bit of time to help but it's been very fantastic being here this evening and now i'm going to be on air for sega mixer drive this evening as well
1: yeah thank you for coming on to the show and on top of that you always want to know what's coming up next week, so coming up next week, well, there's only one thing we could really do, isn't there? Next week on the Topical Resort, we're going to be looking at Sega crossovers. One thing of note, though, next week on the Topical Resort, we'll be doing the show on Thursday night, so not Friday night, Thursday night. So do join me then, because well, it's different times normal, so mark but-
2: your calendars, people.
1: Uh, you can probably guess what I'm doing it's it's no shock what I'm doing on Friday night so yeah but do join me next week for an episode on Sega crossovers but speaking of which no crossover next week just gonna be me me all on my lonely cell. but yep that's then and this is now so I wanna give a huge thank you to everyone who has joined us in the discord tonight we have had we've had Electric Boogaloo we've had Christmas Brit we've had jamie Six Four we've had Holly Jolly Sega now We've had Music Clues, we've had TCB, we've had Rexy, obviously, we've had Twinny, uh, probably some other people, but they've been the main ones. We've had a few people popping in and out, such as J-Star Max. we've had KefKey, uh, some other people that I'm probably missing out, that's why, and we had ShadixCroft as well. So thank you to everyone who's tuned in tonight. If you... Uh, if you, if you, even if you chatted, even if you didn't, if you're on Twitter or whatever, thank you for tuning in. Uh, with that in mind, we've got one last thing to play before we uh, end off the show, and that would be Eight Remix. Again, once again, I'm, I'm not sticking to my word, and I'm. Oh dear. <laughs> Destroying Rexy's show idea, and I should probably close the other chat as that's distracting me. But yeah, from A Mega Catastrophe, this is a remix of Like the Wind, known as Attack the Power Gale. And yeah, that's that's it from me. Is there anything else you'd like to say, Rexy, before we head off? Um,
2: Pretty much the same thing you say to your people every single day. I mean, week even. Well, it could be, it could be every single day at this, right? Just stay topical and stay off drugs.
1: But most importantly... Stay topical.
2: Okay, so go and mention it twice then. <laughs>